Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So hello and welcome back to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit. My name is Daniel Martinez-Stahl and for this episode we are having the honor of Shannon Johnson. Now Shannon is someone that I met uh, a year ago um, with uh, during our past life regression training with Scott. Um, and if you're interested in learning about past life regression, please reach out to me. I'm happy to point you in the direction of Scott. Um, he's become a very important friend of mine. And, and um, anyway, so a little plug for him. Um, so Shannon, I would love to just have you introduce yourself to us and um, kind of talk about what channeling means to you and, and whatever else you would like to share with us. And then we'll go from there. Thank you for having me today, Daniel. And welcome everybody. I'm Shannon Johnson and I am a medium, author, uh, Reiki master, pranic healer, and several other little titles out there in our Earthland. Um, and I'm so glad to be able to be here today. I'm going to be trans-channeling in a little bit, which for those who have never experienced trans-channeling before, I'm gonna go into like a deep meditation and disappear from my body and let one of the council members come in and talk to you. I their topic today that they picked was the art of love. So I'm very curious to hear the playback later because I truly don't remember anything that they say. When I'm gone, I'm, I'm really gone. <laughs> so it's quite an interesting um, type of channeling to do. I do not recommend anyone attempt trance channeling without having some training with a mentor because you are opening up your vessel to spiritual beings. And there are some trainings that you need to learn about yourself to moderate your energy, as well as who can come in and use your body while you're leaving it a little bit vacant. Um, I do several forms of channeling, actually. My mediumship is done through uh, clairvoyance and clear audience. Um, I'm also a very clear uh, clear cognizance, which is the clear knowing. Um, I did not do this for my entire life. Uh, Spirit walked in the door about 22 years ago and turned my life upside down. And then it all came together. And then around 2010, I had to leave the workforce. I had quit driving. I was only in my 40s. And um, due to health reasons, and spirit walked in the door and said, hey, guess what? You're not done. <laughs> we have a whole other thing for you to start up. And my healing journey is what brought me into channeling for others. 
And so I love working with spirit because it not only helps me as the channel, but I get to help other people and help you connect to the inner you that um, sometimes we forget about because we're so caught up in our humanness and our, our human persona that we forget about the real us inside. So um, that's all. unless someone has a question <laughs> real quick, I'm like starting to have to leave. Yeah, I, I can see that they're they're wanting to come through. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Before we let them in, is there anything else that you would like to sh- to share or say? Um, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we can have a conversation afterwards. If I know that it, it takes a little bit of of time to kind of get back in, but we'll see where this goes. And thank you for yeah. This, this and I know they they're open to questions as well. As far as I know, um, it's going to be one of the cool council members coming in, but I have a feeling Preda's coming first because she's really kind of pushing on my back right now. Do you want to um, tell us who the cool council is before you run off? <laughs> That'd probably be a good idea, huh? <laughs> the cool council, the C-O-O-L, is an acronym my mother came up with to help us give these guys a name that would help us relate to them as humans. So it is the Chief Overseers of Life Planning. Um, There has been a total of 10 council members on the team. Um, Four of them designate themselves as elders and usually Anne speaks for the four elders. They have explained that their energy is at such a high vibration, it would be difficult on my body. So Anne usually speaks for them. There's Tom, Francis, Franklin, uh, Yeshua, uh, otherwise known as Jesus in his lifetime on earth, um, as well as my guide, Preta, and head of council, Ezekiel, who is also on many councils and helps many guides in their work. Um, They came to me in the beginning of 2015 when I was working on one type of book and they changed the game and we went into a full trance channeling book that we worked on for about three years and was finally published in November of uh, 2019. It's available on all of the Amazon sites and it's called The Stones of Wisdom from the Cool Council. Um, It's about life planning and it's about healing your life and enjoying and embracing who you chose to be. So, um, and and I have to go. Excellent. Well, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I gotta go. They're, they're kicking you out. They're kicking me out. Um, so, enjoy. Um, you'll those sensitive to energy. Please just breathe through it. Um, they are quite powerful when they come in. Um, I believe Preta is coming in first, and Preta is um, one of my master guides. She is a master life planner in the Akashic Records, and um, she has a bit of an accent, so don't be surprised. <laughs> she always comes through a little heavy accented, so, um, and that's just her personality uh, when she uses my body, so. 
I'm going to go. Hopefully, we'll see you on the back end. Hello. Welcome. Take your time. It's been a bit. Uh, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm quite well. Hi. I'm very excited about today. She's been very nervous all day long, so it was suitable for me to come in today first. And to settle her a little bit? <laughs> yes, yes. Anne has been preparing a lovely little talk for you all, but I'm Beautiful. going to come with it to help get our little body ready. I appreciate that. It's, um, it's always an honor to, to have you uh, come forward, and thank you for for whatever it is that you want to share with us, because I'd like to give you the platform as well, not just Anne. Mm. But is there anything that you would like to share with us? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, I'm a guide right now for her, and I will speak for guides all on your planet right now. They're having quite a time. Some of us, you know, we can't go play as much as we would like to because there's so much going on. Planet is just in a um it'd be lovely if we could make it a little bit more like a disco ball and a little more sparkly. Yeah. But that's very hard. Very, very hard to do. But from your guide teams, they do want to let you all know that you're not doing anything wrong. Life is not bad and life is not wrong right now. And our topic today, the art of love, is perfect because we want you to remember that you are the love that you seek, the love that you're looking for. And I'll get more into that later. But your guides want you to know that you're not doing it wrong, darlings. It's a very tumultuous time on the planet on purpose. This has been coming to fruition. But it also is a journey to help you go inside of yourselves and understand not just who you are and what you are, 
but that you are the creator within it. And all of your guides are helping you to manifest and create all of these beautiful things in life. And yes, even the ugly things too. Because your humanity really does learn through the balance of all, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be in these lovely little things. Your human body itself is screaming for your attention. Your planet is screaming for your attention. And you're so focused in the chaos around you that you need to learn how to listen to the inside. You know, you go out and you listen to birdsong, but you tend not to listen to what's happening here. And here's very important. Your guides are right here, whispering to you, giving you the encouragement, reminding you how much they love you. Even if they're smacking their foreheads against the wall a few times, that's okay. Because we love you. And we knew how hard it was going to be for each of you on the planet. You know, you're quite beautiful when you are all looking and seeking and feeling us around you. You glow so beautifully. We sometimes wish that reflection would show in your mirrors, but you're not quite there. And that's okay, too. Because remember, you are perfect in every moment of your existence. There is nothing that is truly wrong, even if your personality sees it as such. It's not. We want to encourage, encourage and encourage you to continue to see that inside. That's your pathway, you know. Everybody seeks the, what is the path of life. Where are we going? What are we doing here? <laughs> and it's always been right here. Right inside of here. So simple, you overlook it. That's okay. Because that's why we love to come and remind you. It's how we help guide you and nudge you. But everyone is perfect in their imperfectness, no matter how you seek it, how you want to define it. It's not. It's truly allowing that your beauty is in all of those crevices and cracks and fat cells and everything. Just like it. Enjoy your life. It's very short. I thank you for allowing me to step in for a moment and speak with you all. Absolutely. Um, it's ready to come. And I think you are quite ready. Well, thank you for sharing a beautiful message with us. It's, it's always wonderful as a reminder. It's my pleasure. And I hope to speak with you all again sometime soon. We'll look we must forward to it.
Hello, take your time. Hello, nice. I am Anne of the Cool Council. I am here with the four elders and the other council members today. Welcome. Nice to be speaking with you again, Anne. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Shall we go Hi. straight into what you would like to share with us and then go from there? Yes. Yes, please. The art of love. Oh, my darlings. Preta did just say that you are love. This is the item you seek the most in your humanity. Every human seeks love outside of yourself because the separation of who your true essence is with your amnesia allows that feeling of lack, of nothingness, of a blank slate. An infant human feels love, is able to express love through only the emotional body. Correct. And yet you teach other forms of expression of love to one another that are acceptable and give it a definition. And we would like to say it's time to take that and toss it away. Just toss it over there because you don't need it. You see, you are the art of love in a living body, walking and creating it with every step and every breath. And the more that every human begins to realize that you are love expressing itself, perhaps you might look at how you're expressing yourself to you in particular and everyone else around you. They all go through the experience of separation from. Your world teaches the cruelty that can be done in the name of love. It is on purpose and we understand it is on purpose. And we want you to understand that it has its purpose because that is how you create healing and connection through the steps of recreating the bonds of love to one another. That is why you need the separation of it, you see. At home, at home, we are a continual energetic body of love, continually expressing itself in the harmonious, unconditional space. And you go into a human body and you begin teaching 
and learning from one another the separation that there is no love unless it is received from someone else or through gratification. And you wonder how addictions are created in the human form. It is the lack of love inside of yourself for who you are as a being. It is a great big void that is truly an illusion for you. I say an illusion for you because it truly is not real. You yourself are love expressing itself, correct? So that void is the illusion. The void of not having love not being loved is the illusion that the human world is able to provide to help you find the love that you truly are inside. When you are in creative space, your lovely little brain goes wah straight into the love energy. It builds and creates and forms these amazing, amazing items, people, right? Out of that space of creative love. When you're able to bring it where it is fully within you because you feel your soul inside, you know how much loves you, is you. You can bring that into every relationship you have, even those of the most difficult. Because that allows you the moment to remember they too are loved expressing themselves. It may walk different. It may look different. It may feel different. But that is the beauty of the human physical forms and personalities that bring that unique energetic thing to it, you see. Everything else is of its creation. When you're struggling in life, when you're beating your head on the walls, and you would think that we have deserted you, we are constantly there reminding you that we love you, but more importantly, that you love you, and you need to remember that soul part of you that picked you. It wasn't random. You didn't draw the bad card. You didn't get the short stick. Your soul had choices of everybody on the planet. Every time period and every human. So it is whether you wanted to be a tree, a rock, a cat, a bird, it was your choice to choose 
the human you are today. And it was so happy and so proud of the vessel that it was going to go live in and express itself through. And we want you to remember that this is in you because it is you. You are the art of love, walking and talking and creating. It wasn't random that the human body was chosen to be in two different forms in order for it to procreate. You all tend to see your sexuality as something separate from you. And yet it is also one of the most beautiful ways that you create another you. Love can be harmful. Love can be painful. Yes, because you are on the earth. And that is why you have the variety to express from. But what you create is also what you receive, you see. If you are focused on everything that is external and you are focused on breaking it all down or breaking it all apart, remember that is also going to break you down and break you apart because you are one and the same in everything that you create. It is all the same energy. It doesn't disappear. It only reshapes. So when you're thinking about, am I beautiful? Yes, you are. Are you ugly? Yes, you are. Why? Because these are forms of words that you're using in creating. So if you speak it and you feel it, you are creating it to be true. Because everything begins within you, you see? All of the energy, everything around you, all has opportunity for you to play and create from the space of love. There are many, many challenges in your world today. And it has not changed since the planet started doing incarnations, darlings. Your planet is meant for this purpose. It is a learning ground. And Mother Earth, she also has her soul energy 
that is trying very hard to show her love for you too. When you express it, it becomes tangible in all ways and all beings, you see. It doesn't end or start just with you. You may be the one, but you are connected. You are all. What you create is the ripple that goes out to everybody. You have struggled on your planet. And we hear the prayers. This is where your love energy has more ability than any other human on the planet. Does that make sense to you? The energy in its creative form is more powerful than any individual human or human collective. You place power into individuals external of yourself, and yet it is your own personal power that has more energetic ability to influence every living moment on your earth. Every living moment. So it is not this person or that person's job. It is every one of you. That's the beauty of humanity. Is that humanity doesn't work when it's individual. It needs a collective. When you build from your own space and your own heart, coming from the space of love, and I'm talking really, really from that unconditional openness of love, you all can move mountains. You can change everything that is happening. Because that is that power of that energy. It could give your entire planet all the power it needed if you could harness it. But it is not meant to be harnessed in that way, you see. That is what you already do as a human, right? When you begin your adolescence, you begin with a list of how do people tell me they love me? How do I receive love? What is it? Because that is when your amnesia has really begun to tell you you are separate from that energy. You are separate from love. And that you must seek it out from every other existence around you including the food you eat. And the whole journey is about learning to come back to here, to the heart, 
to you, to your soul. And remember, you are not separate from love, darling. You are the beauty of it in every cell. You are the art of love. And the more that you begin to create from that belief, man told you you were sinners. Man told you you are lacking. Man told you you are not perfect. Man told you all these lists of rules and, and definitions in your world. It's quite comical because you all gold it up like it was cheese. It's not true. <laughs> it is not true. But you ate it and you've taught it in your societies generation to generation to generation. And I am here to tell you today and everyone here on our council today is every guide will tell you in your meditation that is not true. You are not a sinner. You are not imperfect. You are not garbage. You are beautiful. You are us. And we are you. And you are love in expression. You chose the personality to help you verbalize and express, to be able to communicate through the love that you are. When you begin to look in the mirror and realize and say, yes, love is me and I am love. And everyone around me deserves to feel that beauty. Because no matter how much they may hurt or hurt others, you are still love. And you will always be love. You're just in a physical body that makes it difficult. So love the body. Choose. You have choices. Okay? And I'm not going to say, and certainly the elders, we laugh when you all are like, oh, but I've got a cheesy butt. Or I have big shoulders. My hair is not pretty. It's a facade. It is a facade of expression. And it allows you to express the love you are in all kinds of fun ways. So use it. Begin to see all of your human perceived imperfections as being the artwork of your life. It is showing you 
all of the beauty that you have experienced here. The trials, the tribulations, the celebrations. The lovely stretch marks from having a child. All of these things are expressions of the love that you have been walking and talking and feeling. We hope that more will begin to tap in to their spiritual selves so that if anything on this planet, you can at least begin to love the you that you are today. That's the beginning. You want to change your world. You want it to be a better place. You want to fix things. You have a laundry list that you give other people, your government, your leaders in society. And we will tell you, stop giving it away because the power begins in you. And then it is how you push that love forward. How do you gift it? Do you gift it in anger? That will serve no purpose. Because no one wants to receive anger. It gets shoved back right away. So find the space through your anger to be able to speak from the space of love. And then you empower your leaders from that space, you see? That is one of the keys in how you change your world. Humans, you keep focusing on, we're creators. We are manifestors. We know we can think our thoughts and it can be put into action. You do this, you speak it, you hear it on all the different layers. But your movement of the energy stalls, you see, because you will focus on how to do it for the individual. But when you look at your communities, your larger scales, you stall and you hand your power over to someone else. That person is no different than you, darling. All of your world leaders, they are no different than you. They are not more powerful than you. They happen to step up to the plate and be, okay, I can be in front like I am for you today in this body that I'm borrowing at the moment. Luckily, she keeps it in a little good shape so we can get in here. But my point is that you are no different than all of those people you see having power over you. You are the creator. 
you are also the creator of that illusion. Everything in your world can shift and change, and it begins right here. Right here. In your heart, all you have to do, plant the seed of love about your world. Plant the seed of love about your leaders. Empower them with the gift of love and love energy that is so strong, they can only focus on making decisions from that level of energy. You see, that's the trick, my loves. That is the trick on the planet. That is the trick for you as an individual. The energy you are creating from. So everyone looks at their different governments and they're like, they're bad. Or those people are bad. Or this side is good and that side is bad. It's all tangled and messy. And it's not just in one country, it's all over your planet. Can you imagine if your populations pulled themselves together and said, I'm coming from the space of love, the most powerful energy within existence of the universe. And you wove that together. Your leaders would not be able to function from any other space because the collective energy is the motivation pushing it forward, see? That's how you get there. That's how you change things. And it begins with this. And that ripple, my loves, that ripple can be so huge. It's beyond your own planet. You want all of your lovely alien friends to come back and play? This is your way. I'd like to pause. I need, we need some wetness here. Your throat is dry. Every guide team is attempting to help each and every individual find that space inside of them. Because when you heal your own heart, all your pain and suffering, it cannot hold the energy any longer. And so then it transforms itself. As you transform yourself, all of that energy transforms itself as well. You see? It's not going to disappear. It changes. And it's up to you in what it changes too. So you could let it just continue to be that crappy little poop energy. Or you can focus on what you want it to become. When you are releasing and healing 
and your scars become the beauty of you, you have the choice at that point in time. Do these memories, does this energy need to continue to hold its ugliness? Most likely, no. <laughs> and all you have to do is say, I love you. I love you. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you. And that energy transmutes back to love, back to the purity of its origination. That's the beauty of energy. So wouldn't you love to feel a little more loved from you, from those around you, from your animals, your planet? Begin one, one small area, one small memory, one small trauma, one small sentence. And look in the mirror and remind yourself, you are love in expression. Daniel, do you have questions for us? I would love to have you expand a little bit more in terms of helping our humanity, because many of us have been brought up believing that we're broken or that we're damaged or that we've been harmed by our the way that we were brought up in some way. And it's very easy for us to get focused on that part of our experience and to find it very difficult to recognize the love that we are and the love that we've always had. So if you could speak to that a little bit, that would be wonderful. We want to acknowledge the difficulty of the traumas. We will not pish-posh them away. They are hard. They are to teach and help you find who you truly are. That's one of the things of the human life cycle, you see, because you are love. You come from unconditional love. The universe, that is all we are. Once that physical form is created, and in your life plan, you chose emotional challenges to your being. How they are executed on the field can be very harmful. We will not glance over it, okay? We want to acknowledge it because some want to think that Oh, it's just so lovely. And it is to us at home. And once you go home, you do see it a little different. But when you're in your human body, that's not the real thing. You need to feel that hurt. You need to feel that pain. Those were the lessons you set up 
your family unit is the beginning of the challenges and the emotional workings that you wanted to nibble on, okay? When we can accept that these people, we chose them for the challenges they can present to us. You're not excusing their behavior. That's theirs. Your part is your part. Okay. How it's executed can be very, very harmful. And this is the challenge brought to the soul so that it can understand from a space of not feeling that, right? That's where your amnesia is so useful because if you were to remember who you are right off the bat, you're not going to dive into that darkness, okay? You're not going to feel that pain because you'd be like, oh, cotton candy, I'm bringing it to love. It's okay. So it would defeat the purpose of incarnating as a human. Pain and suffering is in the amnesia state. It is to teach you to learn about yourself, not destroy you, not to destroy others. It is the pathway to help you begin to awaken and find you. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me, but I would imagine it might be difficult for some to follow. So can I rephrase a different question that will help put some clarity? Feel free. Can I have some more of that In our humanity, it's very easy for us to, like I say, get focused on our challenges and our difficulties and to put our attention on that side of our experience. What I am learning myself more and more is there's different modalities that help us to shift our interpretation of that experience that makes it easier for us to see beyond that experience and to a broader and bigger picture. And just recently, I was reminded uh, by spirit that we all have greatness within us, not from an ego-based perspective, but we all have greatness within us. And that all we need to do is give ourselves permission to allow that in. And that all of the different modalities are nothing more than just a permission slip. And that we have the permission from spirit, if that's what we need, to let ourselves be great and grand and incredible in our lives. And there's a challenge that I am kind of putting over to you because you probably have a sense of the listeners that are here and the difficulties that they are perceiving in their experience and the 
innocent limitations that they're imposing upon their own growth and their own ability to see themselves. And what I am asking for, if it's at all possible, is, is there anything you can share that would help them see the truth of themselves even just a little bit more? And everything that you've said already, I'm sure, has helped some people see the truth within themselves. We would say, remember the moment that gives you the most joy. That one memory, most will find it in early childhood when you recall it. It's a moment that is pure bliss. You weren't receiving anything. It wasn't a big celebration party, right? A moment that everything just felt bliss. The child finds it very easily because the child lives much more in the moments. Your animals in the animal kingdom are your teachers to help you find and recall how to do this because they stay in the moment of the now for the bliss. When you're in turmoil and you are trying to find your way back to your center, your you in the heart, so that you can remember the love that you truly are, you begin with a memory of this, the most purest memory you can remember, sitting under a tree and watching the leaves in the wind. Something so simple. These are things to tap into. Your nature is part of the way there. Because when you're in nature, it's kind of pulls you back away from that whole human chaotic disaster, okay? Who call it a disaster because that energy gets very chaotic and, and just, whew, right? And it's very hard to heal. It's very hard to focus. It's very hard to see yourself when you're looking at the chaos. When you look for those pure bliss moments first, a memory. If you don't have a memory, create a new one. Go, go out and have one. Go to a creek and sit beside it for five minutes. Go sit under a tree and listen to the bird song. Anything simple, bring it into the simplest. Because once you bring it to the simple, it's much easier to build upon it. Traumas are there, they have a purpose. When you begin to find that space within you, that you can begin to untangle the chaos of the trauma. When you first touch it, it's huge. It's, it's huge. Sometimes it's even bigger than you are. 
that's the energy you've given it. It has become ingrained so much to you. Take your trauma, every thread of it. Say thank you. I forgive myself for playing the part that I had to play in the moment of this trauma. Because when you forgive yourself, it's not about the other players, right? We always focus on, on the trauma outside of self. But the true healing begins first with forgiving yourself for participating in it. Sometimes we think we allowed it to happen. Why did I let that person do that to me? Forgiveness. Just a little thread of it. Your moment of bliss. Married together. Now you can begin to disassemble the threading of the trauma to find that it's not 500 pounds and you can bring it down to the small nugget that it is. And then you can say, I love you. You taught me well. Now I can let you go. It's not going to disappear. It doesn't wipe the slate clean because your soul wanted to learn some very invaluable emotional experiences from that trauma. But you let the trauma serve its purpose. Your moment of bliss with that thread allows you to begin to untangle it safely for you. Because every time you start to feel that, that pain, that sadness, that hurt, that tears, whatever it is, it's time to step back again for a moment of bliss, a moment of purity for you. And then you can unravel some more. What you're doing is you're finding out that the trauma had so much energy created into it. It was on your shoulders, just weighing you down. And it was pushing your creative energy down more. And your love for you just went out the window. Small moments of bliss. will build into a lifetime of bliss, you see? So bring it down to the simple, one thread. It's all you need. Sometimes you just need the little tip of the thread so that then you can begin to work. Set your fear aside and call in your guide the person you trusted so much to have your back, to help you through, to help you be able to take apart every tragedy you've ever felt. 
call us to you. We cannot help you unless you ask. That is the rule we must follow because the experiences are yours. We cannot interfere, but we can help if you ask. And we can help you find the path that you need because every path is different, but the path that you need to find your way back to the love that you are, the love that you came in as. Because remember, darlings, your soul did not come into that body damaged. It didn't hate and it didn't hurt. Your soul came in as pure love. And it picked that body as pure love. And the way is you to find your way back to it. Tragedies are the lessons only within the physical world for you to explore what did I need to learn? What was I experiencing? Now, how do I find love about that? How do I find the love within myself about that? If you experienced abuse, let's say, we're going to go a little bit in a very uncomfortable realm for some people. And we are doing this on purpose. In your world, your sexuality is very important. It is a part of humanity that is the most beautiful, and yet it can also be the most painful and used for the most harm. We've seen it and we've healed many people when you come home from some of these tragedies. And yet, every soul comes from this beautiful space. Every human body that is born from love is brought into the world from this beautiful place and the soul is originating in it. You can connect to each other in this beautiful space but yet you're afraid to do it personally, but just in the mirror. And we're talking about being able to express love to yourself. You will use it. There are some people that use it as the largest form of trauma to another human. It is a power and a control fear mechanism that you're human world utilizes quite frequently and quite um, as a powerhouse to draw from. It can also have the same ability from the place of love. But if you think about it, how do many of your humans, they must still have to go on. They seek and search for a loving connection, even if they have been harmed 
through that same tool using as pain and suffering. And yet, all they want is love. And they want their partner to express it through the sexual intercourse of intimacy because it brings out all of those other emotions. Emotions you don't even have words for. So this is an area of just being able to show the reality of your world. You have tools in every format that can be used for great harm or for grief, love. How you interpret and how you begin to use those tools. For instance, if it was used as harm, the person who was harmed has to find a way within themselves to heal in order to continue, right? They still want that loving connection. That trauma does not define that they still desire that loving connection with a partner. It may make them feel. It may bring in difficulty in the relationships because there's healing that needs to happen. But the seeking, the desire to still have that beautiful connection is still within you. This is within every conflict of the emotional body. You see? And it's in every type of trauma relationship that happens internally with you. So when you see and you're beginning to heal your traumas and look at those, you need to understand. And it's difficult to understand that, yes, they had a purpose. Now let me see what it is. What was that purpose? What was I learning? What was I teaching? Because every one of you is learning and teaching to others and especially to yourself, the one who's always listening. Beautiful, thank you. So a question came in for a little bit more clarity. You've said, take it down to the simple several times. When you say it, I get it. But when I try and hold on to that so that I can practice it, I have trouble remembering what that means. Can you please say more about it? Don't hold on. You see? It's like, Mm. What is that? When you try to capture a smile, right? You can't capture a smile and hold it in your hands forever. It's going to let go. So, first stop beating yourself up that you can't hold on to it. <laughs> Number one, because that's where you stopped yourself to begin with. Let them go, allow for a new one to come in or create a new one. This is allowing you to flow, you see? So yeah, it's taking it to the simple 
And when the simple feels like, take it to the breath. Stay to the breath. Breath is life, breath is a moment. Then try to build more to it. Right? Well, you say all the time on your planet, just breathe. So make it, just breathe. Then you can build from there. You can't hold on to the moment. You can't bring it to the, hold on to that simple moment. Bring it to the breath. Then all I need to do is breathe. That is allowing you to open. Expand. Everything else can pause for that moment of breath. It's not going to cause a disaster, just a breath. And then work from there. Does that help? Feel free to, to respond to that, uh, Mary Beth, if you want. Uh, there's something, if I may add something to this. Uh, Jackie, I'm going to borrow your comment uh, where you said, I've had difficulty finding myself love. I can feel the love here today. I can feel that shift. So thank you. And I want to use that as an example because there was an insight that you experienced of what it means to feel love through that experience. And whether five minutes from now, five days from now, five weeks from now, you feel like you've lost it again. Remember that you can never lose something that you have gotten. You can never lose an insight. Once it comes to you and it comes into your experience, it is forever a part of who you are. So as you have already experienced a deeper feeling of love through this conversation from within yourself, remember that that is always with you. And so this also helps kind of address the question of what if I lose the simplicity later on? When you have an insight about something that's simple, you have that knowledge that knowing becomes a part of who you are. And even if you forget it momentarily, when we go into our, the craziness of our head and we lose sight of that, have faith that that part of your knowing is always underneath everything else and that you can always go back to it. And as Anna is suggesting, one beautiful way of doing that is taking a breath, coming back into your presence. The simplicity of recognizing beauty, one of the things that I was told that has helped me is when I notice a beautiful flower in my experience, recognize and show gratitude for that beautiful flower, that becomes a moment of joy. And this goes back to something else that was brought up of traumas or blocking blissful moments. We can create blissful moments at any point in time. As you look out to the sky and notice the sun, blue sky and beautiful clouds, recognize and have gratitude for that moment, that becomes your blissful moment. And so this is what I refer to when I think about simplicity is finding those small little tiny moments in our experience moment by moment that remind us of love, that remind us of beauty, that remind us of gratitude. And the more that we recognize that, the more that we become aware of it, and even look for it in our experience, the more 
that starts to shape the relationship that we have with the life that we're creating. Love it. <laughs> Very correct. Yes. So, Anna, thank you so much for everything you shared. I know that there are others and that you're speaking for the collective. Um, I would love to give you guys another opportunity if there's something else that wants to come through and something else that you want to share. Have it be a continuation of our conversation or something new. Anything else that wants to come forward? Yeah, well. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, sisters, if, if so many of you can love me bloody and bleeding on a piece of wood that you all keep a picture of, <laughs> you can love you too. We all have bad days. <laughs> but the elders want you to know your own course. Even all the turmoil on your planet at the moment is on course. You haven't taken a wrong turn in Albuquerque. I stole that from her head. But I am going to part. And there is one other that wants to step forward. Always an, just a moment. Always an honor, Anna. Thank you for coming to play with me and, and with all of us. We look forward to continuing this conversation in the future. Thank you for having us. The honor is ours. Thank you. Hello and welcome. Take your time. <clears throat> I'm Franklin. Hello, Franklin. Hi. You and I have not chatted before. It's nice to meet you. At least not directly. No, we haven't. <laughs> we haven't. So... Thank you for coming forward. Um, what what brings you into our our happy little group here? What 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 is it that you would like to share with us? Well, you know, the ladies they get a little deep on that stuff, you know. So we needed to lighten things up a little, just a little. But also, you see, I'm one of those that, well, Francis and I, we're two souls that our job we balance timelines, okay? And that's gonna sound kind of strange, but 
You see, your world has many timelines that can happen. And you guys have run into things about parallel lives. And, you know, I'm not going to get into two stuff too heavy because we know we have experienced people present today. So, but there is a large group of us souls that this is our study. This is our specialty is that we balance the timelines to make sure that anyone kind of messing with things, um, evolution can still continue in the right paths. Um, and we help this in many different other worlds, but humanity right now, you know, you guys have been doing this shift and timelines are blurring. And I want you to know that there's blurring happening. And some of you that are more experienced with meditations or, um, you know, having like uh, recalls of other lifetimes and things popping up into your energy and this and that. We want you to know this is happening on purpose right now because we're needing to bring in a larger scale of energy in order for you guys to um, motivate larger scales, if this makes sense. Earth is in pivotal points in many different um, energetic systems. And it would really be helpful if more people, humans, could, you know, begin to accept that their thoughts or the energy that they're utilizing is not only affecting them now, but it affects the expansion of timelines and frequencies that surround your planet um, because there's, there's complications that happen in energetic fields that then bounce into your world. And your climate change right now is allowing impact from other parts of the universe that it shouldn't have. So personally, but I'm not personally, huh? Um, yeah. The more that you guys can realize your energetic waves from the basic individual to the entire collectives is impacting not just your planet, it's impacting other timelines and other planetary realms that live outside of your dimensional spaces. You know, I think that's kind of cool to know about, but that's because that's the kind of work that I do. I, I think it's really cool as well. Um, and I know that some people, Anna had a very similar message to us um, in the conversation she had with me in the podcast. Um, about how as we begin to focus and improve the quality of our own life, the impact that it has extends beyond this experience of life and into other dimensions. And I, I don't remember exactly what was said, but that's kind of my takeaway from it. But having said that, and hearing your message of how we can learn to recognize that the quality of our experience and the quality of the thinking that we're allowing ourselves to focus on 
not only changes our personal experience of life, but also influences our world and other worlds. I was recently reminded that I need to dumb down my conversation, that I need to speak at a level where a child could understand me. And so I would love to invite you to repeat the message that you have so that a five-year-old can walk away and say, cool, I get it. I'll, I'll, I'll attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are the fish. You are the school of fish. You are the puddle of water you're in. You are the ocean. You are the wave. You drop it, and you're every particle of water in the air, right? Think of it that way, and how one little droplet, one little particle, can influence a glass of water, per se, that is you to your world. Well, let's go simpler. That's you to your family, to your community, to your school, to your town, your state, your country, your world, and then everything beyond it. So if you were to think of the universe as being the ocean, but your fish is a vital fish in order for all of this to exist. But also every movement that you make as your little lady baby fish impacts every bit of the ocean too. So when you think about what is it you wanna have as your ripple, consider that about how you're utilizing your energy, your thoughts and your emotions to create. And if you bring yourself back to the fact that you are love in action and creation, like Anne said, then you can realize your little bitty fish is actually as big as a whale. Because everything here becomes all of that too. Does that make it a little more? It does, it does. And now for people that are wondering, how can I change my thinking? Because that's really difficult to do. Now, of course, there's different modalities um, that help with that. But that aside, I would love to get your thoughts on any advice that you can give us to help us shift our perspective so that we lean more towards the love that we are more easily. Any ideas? We would say that 
it begins with acknowledging first. When you begin a sentence or you're beginning to say, I hate blah, blah, blah. You just heard yourself say it. You know it's there, it's ready, or it's coming out of your mouth. Pause. Or go ahead and say it that way. And then in your mind go, wait a minute. There's another way that I could have thought about that and said it differently. It's a retraining of the brain function of the go-to words. Because humans, you guys, are like little programmed little computers. You have all the little gadgets now, right? And it gives you the little pop-up word thingies. Your brain is the same thing, okay? So it's retraining your little pop-up words in your brain, right? If your go-to words are, I don't like blah, 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 acknowledge that, gosh, every time I start to say something like this, I seem to start that sentence off that way. Once you acknowledge something so small and you go, no, I'm not going to say that word. I'm going to just, I want to start trying a way to rephrase it. You retrain the brain function of its library that it would go to. Because the brain is literally no different than your little phone jiggy things. Okay. All that emotional stuff's in your gray matter, but functionality and your go-to lists are just like your little phones. So it's a reprogramming here. So that way, heart is now telling brain what it needs to say instead of brain telling heart to shut up. We know what we're talking about. Because <laughs> that's what you humans really like to do. And to so. do it with love and appreciation <laughs> and gratitude <laughs> and patience with ourselves yeah. as we reprogram ourselves. Yes. And to really and be respectful. Probably your biggest word right there is the patience with yourselves. Because you tend to get very impatient, like, I should know this, I should have this. But remember, it's all an exploration. It's just in this little compact little time puzzle. So patience, because you're not a computer. You're not a computer. You are operating a computer brain from a soul level, and you need the mental body to listen to what your heart is telling it. And reprogram. Same thing for the words. If you're used to looking in the mirror all the time and going, right? You started off right there with your breath just going, you know, all right. And every word after that is not going to feel good because every word in your head now after that is all of those negative list of things that you've thought or been programmed to think about yourself, right? And it and these things are the same thing that we see in our world outside of yourselves and all. It just is that boom, 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 roll, 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 big thing. So 
you start with here. When you look in the mirror, try smiling at yourself. Try expressing gratitude to yourself. Hey, we're here. We're up. We're alive. Then all those things that you've been programmed in your brain to say about yourself, pick one. Start with that one. I'm going to use one of the little ones because she always uses this one. So I know I can say it. So she'd stand in front of the mirror and do the whole, damn, these boobs are big. And only five foot tall. And all anybody sees is just this little. So her thoughts were always in this perpetual motion that nobody saw her. All I saw were boobs with feet, right? Retrain the brain, retrain how you see yourself. It took years of practice. Now she'll stop and she'll go, yeah, they look good today. Thanks, girls. That you would not have heard from her 25 years ago. Took a lot of work. Now, when she looks in the mirror, we see, and she will stand there and go, it's a good day. Look, it's a good day. I'm here. I feel good. Today's a good day. And that begins to tell her insides that everything is good. And she holds herself different. And you know what? And then now she doesn't go, oh, oh damn, you know. That part of her body is all big and running up. Instead, she was like, hey, you know what? I look good. This is me. This is how my body was created to best express the love that I am inside. It took the retraining of the thought process. It took connecting the heart to the brain to finally say all that other stuff is not real. It's other people's perceptions of real. It's not the reality. The reality is what she sees in the mirror of herself. And then that changes everything externally of her. So something just this one little nugget, guys. That's all you got to do. One little nugget. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And so I know that we are kind of over with time, but I would love to give you an opportunity if there's any uh, last messages that you would like to share with us or if anyone else has a, a parting message. laugh we would love to hear your laughter more we know your tears are loud and we know the times are tough it's only a moment because there's always a new one being birthed every new day you have a new start and says so start in the mirror with reminding yourself that you're the love your art in creation.
and your love with two feet walking on the ground. So pay attention where you plant your feet and put some love back in the ground. I have to go now. So from the cool council, we want to say thank you. Thank you. Is more people need to begin to realize the impact that they have from here. And we hope you all will carry that forward from this weekend on. So we thank you for the opportunity to remind you all, be the love that you truly are. Thank you for being here and you are always welcome to come back and play with us. Thank you. Welcome back. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. So is there anything that you want to say before we finish the session? Or do you want me to end the session and you and I can just kind of chat afterwards? The second one. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for being here with us. Um, as always, Shannon and her team are amazing, as you have experienced. Um, so um, this is the last session of the day. So we will see you tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern with Robin. Tomorrow, we only have two sessions because we had four on Monday due to scheduling uh, adjustments. So thank you guys for being with us. Um, as always, if there's any questions or anything that you would like to follow up with, feel free to send me a note. Shannon on the website has um, an invitation to go her, to her YouTube channel where she has some meditations and videos that you can watch and follow and subscribe there. And um, there's also a special invitation as well to connect with her for a special offer with any of her services. Um, there's a lot of things that she does. She's a healer. She works with past life regressions. She works as a medium. She can, you know, connect you with your higher self and your guides, um, share messages, whatever it is that that you need or would like help with. I can almost guarantee that either she can help you or she will point you in a direction that will be helpful. She's amazing. She knows that I love her. Um, and so please reach out to her if there's anything that you would like to connect with her directly. Um, website and uh, email, if I remember correctly, is in the um, special invitation. Uh, so feel free to, to, to reach out to her. And I'm going to end the session um, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Lots of love to you, and I'm going to leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. 
We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more. Have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.